Hello, and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven, and with me, as always, is Brandon, bringing you another episode from the comfort of our homes, because this pandemic continues onward, and I just noticed that your microphone just came in on the side here. Is this always how it's been? I'm in stereo now, guys. <laughs> Looks like you're about to do some ASMR. For those of you listening to the podcast, not watching the video version, I'm I'm like caught off guard because Brandon all of a sudden brings out this uh, whatever that's called, like an two, arm. I have two mics. This is a, a my my Yeti, but it's not yeah. hooked up. But yeah, I got I set it up with the arm. Not not our arms. I got one for Christmas, but I never used it, and now I set it up. But for whatever reason, my computer's not recognizing my Yeti anymore. I don't know what the deal is. Oh, you hate to see that. Honestly, hated to see it. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely hate to see it. Well, guys, we got a jam-packed show today. We actually got some uh, more audience questions than we normally get, so we're definitely going to be talking about those. We also are going to be doing our Spotify segment, and... Aside from that, I feel like there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I've got a lot of stuff in my mind. We're doing this episode in the evening rather than in the afternoon, and I feel like my energy level just feels different. How do you feel about doing the evening episodes? Uh, well, I mean, the only reason we're doing this is because, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm, I'm heading back to Minnesota on Wednesday, and uh, I hadn't had a chance to get much done. Um, so I just like wanted to take today to to really nail everything down. I, I cleaned my apartment, and I uh, also reserved a rental car, which I'm happy I got that taken care of. But yeah, I was I had a lot to do today. Um, went to the grocery store, cleaned up, uh, got two covers recorded and ready to go. Since I won't be able to post any or record anything next week, so yeah, it was jam packed. So I'm I'm just tired in general from from my long day, but there is also just like we had gotten into a routine of recording at one so it's a little different to to have this be the end of our night has it been a productive day overall yeah really productive i i feel yeah, like yeah. i've been putting off the cleaning my apartment for a while now but um now that i'm having uh someone house sit and doc said i'm like all right as as much as i'm a slob i can't have my place be sloppy for somebody else so. yeah no i I definitely get that. Best of luck going back to the great state of Minnesota. My my review of Minnesota, you can find that on my uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> I did uh, two videos with Brandon of the only time I ever went to Minnesota. and had a great, great experience. Highly recommend if you're thinking about going all 50 states, don't skip out on Minnesota. Well, it's because we went up on the lake there and we got the crappies and then we came back to the, <laughs> the house and I showed him that the ice tank was in there and, and I and Milt came over and he's like, what? now how dare you come down here and you don't even say hi to Aunt, uh, Aunt Julian. What's funny about this is when I was in Minnesota the whole time I talked about how I was disappointed in the lack of just really really obvious thick minnesotan accents accents whoa access access you got access <laughs> that's classified For- dude. <laughs> uh i was waiting for it and i didn't hear one the entire time and then i was in the rochester airport and the guy at the front desk was like so uh i don't even know what he said but the way that he spoke was just incredible and it 
that lived up to all the hype. It was so ridiculous. Like, it was a cartoonish version of that. For all I know, he's not even a Minnesotan, and he's just, like, a Canadian, because that was very ridiculous. It's, I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like when I listen to my voice and I can tell that I have the Minnesota Minnesotan accent... I feel like I sound stupider. Do you do you think that accent <laughs> makes you sound less makes me sound less intelligent? Um, no, I, I can see where you're coming from though because I do think that sometimes, it's something as simple as an accent can make a massive difference on how somebody sounds. Like, if you like, when I lived in West Virginia, that accent it's like impossible to sound smart. <laughs> like it literally. It's so hard. But so I, I get it. It's a little different because if you're born in the South, you just are stupid. So that's... Yeah, that's that's <laughs> different. Like, the education down there is just not the same. I don't know what they're teaching people, but... I mean, education is actually fine. It's just the people are dumb. <laughs> just on average, their IQ is 20 points lower. <laughs> just kidding. We, we love this. Brandon and I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the South, all right? No, fuck those guys. <laughs> Let's just let's keep it going. I'm honestly coming for blood tonight. That's Dude. that's the difference in the evening shows. Evening shows, I'm a, I'm typically out fighting crime, so my aggression is up. And uh, tonight we're doing a podcast, so I'm letting go of the fighting crime and instead talking about how stupid Southern people are. My my aggression is definitely up as well. I don't know if you saw my Instagram story post, but I'm I'm a little. I'm a little heated. I'm just like, you know what? I'm tired of seeing so much dumb stuff on my Instagram stories. I need to be posting more often so that at least if there's going to be something that someone takes the time to watch on their story, it's at least something that I put there that I, I, I respect myself. So when I have something to say, I'd rather have them listen to that than just some idiot that's also on their stories. So and if they watch mine, it takes away from time to spend with that person. I don't, I, I don't know what you're referring to. Do you want to talk about this for the uh, audience? It's... Yeah, it's just like a really brief post. So I haven't been posting as much on my Instagram story, and I like no part of it is just I don't have the same energy level as I did before the whole quarantine thing happened. Like I have the same overall energy, like wanting to do things, but like my, my part of like being good in on social media is having a certain type of energy where you can be like on your A game, like, hey, it's Steven, welcome back. And because I'm such an extrovert, I like need that energy and like constant flow. So I, I haven't been posting as much on my story because I feel like I haven't had that same upbeat energy. And also I've been focusing more on doing more YouTube videos. Uh, but I just did a really quick post where I just said, hey, uh, I've decided I need to post on my Instagram story more because I've been, I've been seeing a lot of stupid stuff in my stories and if people are going to be flipping through stories, I'd rather have them listen to me than these people, pretty much, because that's been my, my overall thought on social media is I feel a responsibility to post more because if people are, are going to watch content, I'd rather have them watch something that I do than some other person who I don't respect their message or what they're doing. So that was a really short like, little clip that I did. For the for the people that you're referring to that you you don't respect their message, have have you ever either had the desire or just straight up done uh, or, or like con- contacted them or uh, confronted them about their message or what they say, or do you typically just let it go? No, I uh, I just completely let it go. I mean, if I was in a situation where I was with them in person, I could see my me saying something because I kind of have a big mouth sometimes. But just, like, generally speaking, 
people can say and do whatever they want on social media. And I feel like it's dumb and people are going to listen to them, but like, what am I, who am I to say you can't post that? I think it's more of my thing to post something else that is good enough and respect, like gets enough respect that someone decides, you know what? I'd rather listen to this person. So I feel like that's kind of where my role is. But I, I avoid all confrontation on social media because I can't communicate through social media in that way in a manner in which I feel okay. Like things get lost when I try to type out a message. I just don't even try to get into it. And I know that's something that it seems like you're a little bit different with this, where you're more likely to maybe not like, you don't attack someone, but you're like, you're likely to actually, if you've got a thought that you disagree with them, you're more likely to actually say something right to that person. So what's the, what's the thought process? And what do you think about me avoiding it? Like what's your, what's your overall thought on it? I mean, yeah, I, I'll challenge people sometimes. I don't know. I, I, I think you're right that it, it wouldn't be, and I typically, n- not typically, I, I don't come at it from an angle of like, hey, you shouldn't post this. Um, I just chant like recently this week, I, I got into an argument with someone on Twitter about Taylor Swift and um, the, they made a comment about how we don't need he, he said something like hot take, but we don't need Taylor Swift taking up space and making money in the music industry right now. Fuck that. And I was just like, yeah, that is a hot take. She, she's an artist. What's wrong with her releasing something that she's created? And then we got into this big thing about how she's not she's not an advocate for uh, black artists and sh- she has a trend of biting styles and appropriating and um and she also and he said something about how she like plays this victimized character all the time and um i i mean i just to me i feel like there are some easy targets for people and what i ended up saying to him uh not to go into the whole thing but i i basically said i just feel like you're using her as a scapegoat for this thing that you're frustrated about some part of me just wonders and i don't obviously we're talking about something else but i just wonder sometimes if when people are passionate about like social issues but like nothing specifically has happened in the news that they can they can release that passion on i feel like (laughs) they're grasping at straws like uh you know the, the black lives matter stuff was very intense for a couple months and now you don't see or hear as much about it so now it's like okay well what do we talk about oh fuck taylor swift you know what i mean so it's like we got to find something to get mad about and i i I mean i'm i'm making a judgment here i don't actually know that that's what it's like but that's definitely what it feels like but in general i i mean i let a lot of things go too but i i definitely if it's something outrageous (laughs) i feel like it's really hard for me not to call someone out. Oh, you would have loved the other day I called someone out on the Zodiac thing. They, uh, <laughs> yes. It was it was a like a post. You know how people post like like a picture with with like uh, a caption and says this is a Taurus basically or Capricorn mm-hmm. whatever. So this person posted it was a picture of a guy in a shower and he was reaching to his phone which was playing music and the caption was like when when a song comes on that you don't want to listen to and he was like reaching out of the shower to turn the the thing and then it said Taurus and uh she like posted this is so me 
and I just com- I DM'd her and I was like, this is the most bullshit post I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. I straight yes. up said that. And she was like, what? I do that. I was like, so does everybody else, you fucking idiot. Yeah, like someone it. just sits in the shower. They're like, like, of course, it sucks when the wrong song comes on and you just, it totally kills the vibe, whatever you're feeling at the yeah. time. Of course, you want to, what? You'd be kind of screwed up if you just wanted the song to continue. I'm not saying Tauruses don't do that. I'm just saying every, <laughs> it's not an exclusive Taurus thing, but people will post stuff like, you know what I'm getting sick of lately? People post in the, what Robert De Niro are you? Or, uh, it's like the name or like what dog are you what platypus are you or something like that and then it's just like a random picture of robert de niro and then it says brandon it's like oh okay i'm robert de niro from raging bull sick it doesn't make any sense have you seen I don't that even know, i don't even know about this but i hate it <laughs> I, I absolutely hate it dude. i hate a lot of things on social media i think i i said this to you uh what yesterday or something where i was like you know i really wouldn't have social media I don't think if it wasn't for the fact that I need it for the exposure like I I generally when I go on there I don't say anything about this for the most part because I just I don't know I don't know what to say but I see so many posts about dumb things like Zodiac or just any any number of dumb things dumb views people saying I'm not gonna wear a mask people doing things I just completely against Uh, I don't I don't say anything but I, I, I see it. <laughs> I'm just saying right now. I see it. I don't, I just don't like, here's, here's my big problem of why I don't confront a lot of these people. I just, okay, I could send a message, but a written message is just going to turn into, well, you said that, but here's what I say. I'm not getting into, I'm not wasting my time messaging someone back and forth to try to understand them why the Zodiac is not something that they should be taking to heart. Like, it just doesn't seem like a good use of my time. And ultimately, if they had this dumb view in the first place, there's probably nothing I'm going to say that in that DM conversation is going to make them be like, you know what? I've changed my entire life philosophy. Instead of the Zodiac, I'm instead going to do something else. <laughs> like, I highly doubt it's going to happen from those. Well, I, I will say, um, th- I mean, there is a portion of, of it that I just feel like uh, there is somewhat of a responsibility. Uh, well, not a responsibility, because I feel like that that makes it seem like I'm the authority and I need to call these people on things. But when when I have like a logical thought process behind something that is different from what someone else posts, it's like really hard for me to hold back and not talk about it, especially with that person. Like, I enjoy arguing. I enjoy like having that intellectual discourse. Um, so it's, it's honestly probably more for me than it is for like me trying to change somebody's opinion. <laughs> you just got to get it out. See, this is why I listen to metal. It's so I don't have to send these messages. I just listen to metal and I'm like, wait a second. This well, guy's describing how this makes me feel. <laughs> I just, uh, I fight crime and I argue with people on social media. That's, those are my two things. All right. We just have different tactics. All right. My <laughs> tactic is I just, get it all out in the music or my YouTube videos or I don't know what else, but just got different ways of doing things. I, I think the next podcast tactic should be going over these audience prompts. What do you think? I think it's a, yeah, audience. Okay. All right. Uh, one of them, I just realized I'm going to have to Google in the middle of talking about it. Cause I don't Amazing even race. know. What the, yeah. I don't know what that is. 
<laughs> so let's, let's get to that one second, right? <laughs> so, I can, so I can Google that. All right. Well, why don't you Google and I'll read the first question. How about that? Yeah, I can definitely multitask, I feel. All right. First question we got is, uh, out of every episode, which topic has been your favorite to discuss? In terms of the one I actually genuinely thought was the most valuable for myself, where, like, to this day, I think about it a lot and I think it translated really well, is the Love Languages episode. I think the idea of love languages was a really, really eye-opening one for me because I think it explained a lot of things I didn't understand about myself in relationships and also things that I didn't understand about girls that I dated in the past. I feel like I was able to, after I walked away from that, and I, I feel like I find myself regularly saying, have you ever taken a love languages test? Maybe, like, I, like, I find myself regularly saying that to people, uh, and because I mean, there's so many ideas that you and I brought to the table that I feel like were just great discussion points or things I've thought of before, but I had honestly never thought about love languages. Like, I didn't, I'd never heard of it before. I had never really put thought into that before, but it's like something that I felt. Like, I felt that I liked certain things, but I never really was able to put it into words, and I felt like when I took that test, I was able to understand, like, oh, like, this is actually a good way to word what I was feeling. So... That was one that particularly stood out to me. What about you? I, I had a very similar experience, uh, but we it was a different test that we took. It was the which Jonas brother are you? I just felt like before we we did that test, I I struggled with my identity. And did, did you write this joke up beforehand or no? <laughs> you like my, dude? I've been cup. working on my deadpan stuff. Was that better? I didn't laugh at my joke. That was that was better because. I was sitting there, and you were you were so like your acting was so incredible that I was actually like, you know what? Maybe I'm I'm the one who's thinking wrong about this. Maybe there was some substance that got lost somewhere for me on that episode. But you know, I I get it. Obviously, it was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, my favorite, I, I, the love languages is one that always comes to mind. I also like the personality types or personality styles, whatever. I can't remember what that one was, but. Um, I really enjoyed that one because honestly, when we took those tests, uh, it was a, a big contributor to me feeling like moving to Chicago was the right decision, uh, just because of the lifestyle that I wanted to pursue as opposed to the one that I was pursuing. Um, and I, I mean, I was already considering it, but the, after those personality, uh, styles, I think that I finally, um, took to heart things that I was kind of battling in my own head things I already thought but I wasn't sure I I couldn't figure out between what I had been quote-unquote programmed to think based on my upbringing and what should be and what I should do and all this stuff versus what I really feel and want to do and think I should do um so that helped me kind of find that that path between those um I'm trying to think of this year though uh, we don't really do topic episodes per se um, anymore. We, we obviously talk about different topics, but it's it's more. Oh yeah, was it was it for this year? Did I pick one that was not this year? Love languages? Yeah, I was in Rochester for love languages. Oh no, okay, never mind. The the, to- the prompt wasn't. It, it it doesn't have to be in twenty. No, it doesn't. Okay, okay. But I was just thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if any topics stood out to me from what we've talked about this year. Um, 
No, I don't have anything. I can't remember. We do so many episodes, I can't remember what we talk about. Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes I'll get asked, like, so what'd you talk about in this week's podcast episode? And I'll be like, I couldn't tell you. I, <laughs> I have no idea. There's a lot of thoughts in my head, and that's not one of them right now. Um, so, the second one is, who would you want to be on Amazing Race with? Celebrities or regular people? Brandon, are you familiar with Amazing Race? I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> So you're not either. I I mean I've heard about it, but I don't really. It's an adventure reality game show. I've heard about it too. I'm gonna say probably Brandon. I feel like I don't even know what this is, but Brandon and I we see we see eye to eye on a lot of things. I'm sure that whatever we need to do, we're, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I I honestly feel like we'd be a horrible team, not because of <laughs> not because like we'd be bad together, but I'm just thinking what kind of tasks they probably do on amazing race. And I feel like, like practical, like, like, uh, what are you talking about? Dude, we put up a curtain. It went incredible. This was great. Dude, we figured thing. We could figure out anything. What I will say is if I was there when you guys started the curtain, I do think it would have went better than, than it did. <laughs> but, it went really great. Well, oh. at least when you all get to see it, it'll look great. Yeah. I, I so I would just worry about like your and my like uh, street smart practical skills. Like I, I think we are street smart, but like a couple years ago, I thought washers were called circle thing. I didn't actually think that, but I that's what I would call them. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of tasks you have to do in Amazing Race, but I just I worry that uh, we wouldn't know how to how to do certain things. Yeah, I wish I knew more about the Amazing Race. I mean. It eliminated at the end of most legs. Well, we both have legs, so that probably puts us at a good advantage there. I, I'll, I'll pick Johnny Sins. All right. So let's just say, knowing as little as we know, we each get a fictional character. Who? We... No, I picked a, I picked a real guy, Johnny Sins. You know who that is? Okay. No, but I want. I'll, I'll take Super Mario. I feel like he's definitely. He's very, very multi-talented. A lot of things. He can jump really high. He. He can throw fireballs. He can adapt to, like, any situation. He's, like, outside in the snow. It doesn't even bother him. He's, like, he dies a bunch of times. He comes back to life. Like, this dude would be incredible, I think. I really hope that somebody <laughs> knows who Johnny Sins is that listens to this podcast. Because otherwise that joke's going to fall flat. Uh, don't look him up. I'm worried for your... Oh, no. <laughs> Why did you make me look this up? I told you not to look it up. Yeah, after you knew I was looking it up. Yeah, you, I, I tried to catch you before you clicked enter. Oh, great. I didn't click on images, at least. That's okay. Why did I do that? <laughs> Why is your head even there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a goofy mood. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're in a goofy mood, just like you were at Home Depot. This man didn't say a single serious thing. We got to Home Depot, and I was like, I'll be fine as long as they got Gatorade. They didn't have Gatorade. They had Powerade. you kidding me? And then it just, it was like 20 minutes of just absolutely no substance. This man always talks about how substance matters so much. It's like, uh, you know, we need to have more substance in this world. And then he spends 20 minutes making jokes. My mom hated going to stores with me. Even when I wasn't, like, tired like I was yesterday and delirious, I I just hate going to regular stores when I'm not the one getting stuff. So I just... Oh, of course. Just good old selfish Brandon. 
This isn't for me, so I'm going to make sure it sucks for everyone else. <laughs> I'm not making it suck. I'm making it entertaining. I'm bringing a whole new adventure to the entire thing. See, that's how I know you're being selfish. That's <laughs> that's what a selfish person would say. What are you talking about, man? I'm making this great for everyone. You can call me selfish, but all I want is your love. Yeah, I think the next question really dives into uh, a, a good good subject matter here. Uh because it's, 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 it's something happy. I, I feel good about this one. What are your favorite summer memories as a kid? Well, I was pretty much playing baseball all summer every, every year as a kid. So uh, my first home run stands out. I had a grand slam off my parents' minivan, which was pretty cool. Um, Stuff of legends there. It's like a movie scene. Uh, what else have I done in the summers? You just needed, like, the pitcher to be your, your, like, bully, and then that would really be a scene out of a movie. He wasn't. He was younger than me, and he threw me. <laughs> we called him Meatball Bob. <laughs> that, that's, that honestly fits the movie thing. Yeah. I think I've actually brought him up on the podcast before, so he's just getting hammered on the show. <laughs> Meatball Bob getting hammered just like he did back in Little League when I hit a granny off of him. I remember the first time as a pitcher I ever gave up a home run. It was really depressing. Just like that feeling of like the ball goes over the fence and you just stand there on the mound while the guy just trots around. Just uh, like well, great. Um, now think of that in a high stakes little league tournament that could make or break the rest of the season. Giving up a home run, uh, you decided to throw a fastball instead of a circle changeup, and he hit it out of the park. That's depressing, dude. Poor uh, Bob. That wasn't Bob. That was me. <laughs> Wait, you? Oh, you gave up a home run? The yeah, least? in Little League All Stars, oh, we were no. playing uh, Robbinsdale, and I was pitching, and um, I uh, I was doing okay, but I I was I just wasn't it wasn't my best day, and I threw a, a fastball right down the, the middle, and this dude hit a bomb, and that was pretty much the the turning point of the game, and I it actually took me a while to recover from that. I I really took that loss hard. Yeah, that like ruined you. our chances. That's a tough one. Uh, um, what's your? Did you say what your favorite ch- summer? I did not. I see you were really listening to me. You don't even listen to me anymore. We've grown distant. So, obviously, play a lot of baseball too. So there's a whole bunch of those. But I'm not gonna bore us. We're going over a baseball memory like Brandon just did. I'll spare us. We already did one baseball memory. So, uh, summer memory. I think of. One, when I was doing, making, like, videos, my friends, just, like, those, like, outside, like, with a big VHS camera. Uh, and then, what other summer memory? Oh, you know what was a big one for me? I grew up near an amusement park uh, called Geauga Lake, which then became Six Flags, and then became back to Geauga Lake, and then went out of business. Uh, but it was also right next to SeaWorld. So I would go to SeaWorld and Geauga Lake over the summer, and I absolutely loved those places. And that's why I, I think that's where my love of amusement parks went. I never didn't have a great time whenever I went. How many... <laughs> never mind. No. <laughs> what? No, we can we come on. Just... I don't even need to hear it. Yeah, I don't, we don't want to hear it. We don't want to bore people with my dirty jokes. Yeah, dude, we've heard enough of your jokes. Uh, enough for those jokes. But yeah, 
I, I, summer's definitely my favorite season, so I could honestly sit and probably talk for a really long time about favorite summer memories. It's the other seasons I got a tougher time. I like fall. Fall and spring. Mostly fall and summer. So you just don't like winter? I definitely don't like winter. I don't love spring either, honestly. Other than baseball, spring is kind of eh, eh. Could be better. Um, all right, so we can talk about this next one here. Do you see YouTube being the platform of the future, or will something new come along? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have wow. to imagine something new will come along eventually, but YouTube, YouTube definitely has a good structure to it. It's anybody can upload I feel like you see a lot of celebrities now catching on that YouTube is a uh, is a good place to go to what I would say is uh, you do hear a lot of cries of people on YouTube uh, wanting it to be more creator uh, driven and less like corporate um, so maybe something comes along that kind of brings back the the old school type of YouTube for like the dark side of the internet, um, but not so dark that it's like on the the dark web. Um, mm-hmm. But the, I mean, that would be my only prediction. I I I guess I'm not that creative. I'm not the Steve Jobs of internet platforms. Dude, well, luckily your uh, podcast co-host is the Steve Jobs of that. So let me go ahead and, and say, actually, what's really weird about this question is. One of my videos coming out in the near future is kind of about this, actually. So it's weird that the timing of getting asked this question. So I won't go into like a huge depth on it uh, because I will go more in depth in that video. But of course, there will be something else at some point. I I, I think that Brandon, the when you mentioned the celebrities are catching on to it, a hundred percent. It's getting more corporate. And at some point, people are going to want a platform that puts the focus back on people being able to be creative and giving them a platform that's kind of like away from that stuff. Because I think when you get big companies that start just flooding the platform, it's going to take away a lot of what made it successful in the first place. So I could see it. I think it's... Whatever it's gonna be, it's not gonna be exactly like how YouTube is. Like it's not it's not gonna be just a site where you just upload videos. It'll probably just be something di- like different. Like something. Obviously, I don't know what it'll be because if I did, I'd be working on it right now. Because it's gonna be massively successful whenever someone comes up with it. But I could see it being like, uh, like you know how there's there's Instagram TV. Like Instagram TV is not super successful, but it could be something like that where. A platform that exists for something else becomes massively big, and then a smaller part of that platform ends up like taking off. I, I could see something like that happening. I love how the audience gets a glimpse of what it was like to come up with topic episodes with you. Basically, Stephen would show up to the conversation and be like, why don't we do an episode that's like the Facebook episode? What do you think? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, where are you getting this information from? <laughs> I also... I can't stop thinking about after TikTok was already successful. Steven's like, mark my words, guys. TikTok's going to be successful. You got to be on TikTok. 
That's the next place. Gary V had been saying this for like a year already, and Steven's like, I I I think I'm onto something here with TikTok guys. <laughs> wow. I I guess I uh I guess I'll just stop talking then. No, Steven, <laughs> come on, man, I'm kidding. Look at this. I, I I used to be an enjoyable person on this podcast, and then I started saying some crazy crazy stuff. Steven is great at coming up with topics. I was just joking. Steven Russell Jobs. Yeah, it's Steven Russell Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Russell Jobs. Yeah, I'm sure that would be a uh... Wow. I what did I say? You you and I are uh, Jobs and Wozniak. <laughs> I'm the Wozniak. You're definitely the Wozniak. I'm definitely the Jobs. Wait, is that a fat joke? You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's great. Uh, anything else you want to say about this topic for now? I got lots to say, but I'll save it for next time. Yeah, dude, we gotta say we could do a whole episode on. We could just make up social media, media platforms. That would be a fun. <laughs> that's a fun idea. I'm actually. picturing. Uh, you guys remember MySpace? <laughs> Something like that, but not exactly. What do you think? Uh, instead of MySpace, we just give people no space at all. So it's like it's, it's like you sign up, and then you get nothing. You remember top eights? Scratch that. Bottom eights. The eight people you hate the most. <laughs> hate the most. I think that's a good one. <laughs> dude, I'm Steve Jobs again. You're Wozniak, dude. Get dude I, all of a sudden, I become Wozniak. Dude. <laughs> oh, I wish I had my fake. Gla- I had my fake glasses in here. Oh. They're not here now. Dude, though, that's all I did brown it. though. That's not Wozniak. <laughs> or. This character I introduced in my last video, I put on the Alton Brown glasses again, and I'll forever think those are the Alton Brown glasses. I, I haven't finished your latest video, but for those of you listening, definitely check it out, because I, I got through some of it, and I love just the whole atmosphere change that you you brought to that one. So I don't know how, if you were proud of how it turned out, but I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm mostly happy with it because it's like, it's going in the direction that I want. Like, obviously, this is my first attempt to move into something a little bit different. So I wanted it to feel different. Um, It's by no means what I think all my videos are going to be like. And I think that they'll just get better and better over time. But yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun to make. And that was a good thing because that's what I was I wanted it to be fun to make. In fact, I can I can talk about that maybe at some point later in the episode. Yeah, Um, so this last question, then we can talk about that for sure. Uh, if you could invent something to solve an everyday problem and make life easier, what would it be? Oh, I, I literally just had this thought. Uh, so I came up with something that I thought was cool. What if I could remember it over the course of you saying what you're going to say first? All right. <laughs> Give me some time to think. You ever have times where your urethra's it's clogged up? Well, what do you think about a bidet but for your cock? What do you think? That's that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. Um, let me think. Let me think here. Something. I'll come up with another one. You ever have times where your sinuses are acting crazy? I'm going to invent something that sucks the mucus out of your sinuses. Um, 
but it also shaves off all the skin on your face. So it's in it's in production. It's not quite done yet. It it literally just cuts your face off. But we're working on it. It's in development. <laughs> Uh, this is great. <laughs> Cuts your face off. Wow. That's a good one. All that time, and I still can't think of the exact... The exact All right, I got another that. idea, then. <laughs> All right. You ever have problems carrying your kids? Well, what about sewing materials for their hands and feet? so that they become a backpack and then you can carry them on your back like a backpack because you can't trust little weak kids to hold on to you so just make them a backpack backpack kids when where a kid can be a backpack <laughs> i mean i feel like right, there's I got something like one. that that is <laughs> it's gatorade and powerade combined Gator power. <laughs> Gator power is nice. All right, you get the you get the the chomping ability of gators <laughs> with the powerful stride of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dude, you've been loving bringing up Dwayne the Rock Johnson with like every joke. When you dude, think of how the joke jokes. goes, you just add him into the joke. It's two jokes, dude. <laughs> no, it's at least three, dude. It's at least three. Because I can think of another one where you're like, and then Dwayne Rock, you just love putting him in, in things. Dude, two, That's fine. There's two jokes. Don't let him deceive you guys. No, I'm telling you there was Steven a Steven is joke. a master manipulator, a master baiter, and a master <laughs> of disguise. This guy's not even Italian. He's been lying to you this whole time. <laughs> wow. All right. That's good. That's good to know. And after all this time, you think I thought of something? <laughs> I certainly I certainly didn't come up with anything after all this time. I just feel like we need to do something better with trash. I feel like we've literally I got forever. <laughs> okay, you got the idea of what to do with it? It's called trash fires. You throw your trash in a fire and it burns. And you have it at home? Where a kid can Wait, wait, wait. Is this, is this like in, in your house? or No, this is... everybody meets in the park close to <laughs> Oh, here. I'm sure. I'm sure that's a good idea. And you can only do it on Tuesdays because otherwise the ozone layer will get messed up. So it's all about burning your trash. But it's different than just regular burning your trash. There's mm. a specific machine that does it. But it, it it's in a central location in each city. Everybody comes on Tuesdays. You get a COVID test um, and a custom-made mask from Hallmark. They're doing masks now. They did cards before, but now they're doing masks. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is there to take <laughs> <Okay>. care. <laughs> All right. Now now you're, you're over the top with this. All right. Uh, yeah, just we got to do something better with trash. <laughs> See, this is this is the extent of Steven's ideas. He's like, you know, Facebook, sort of like that. You know, trash, got to do better than that. Hey, okay, so to be fair, 
when I was in eighth grade, I was a really like four or it was a seventh grade, seventh grade. I had this really like great idea and I think that they copied it. So I came up with this portable device that had touch screen and you could go on the internet and you could like, I forget all the things that did, but it was pretty much like the iPhone, but I came up with it before that, like two years before the iPhone came out. I pretty much invented the iPhone is what I'm saying. I have like all the specs for it. It was like the same basic thing. All right, I got another idea. <laughs> this is the last idea you get and then we're moving on. Shoes, but for your hands. Or at least we ended on strong. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strong one to end on. All right, that's good. I just want to say, every single one of those ideas, I did not know what I was going to say until I said the idea. So, oh, really? I would have guessed that you had like a lot. I know they it. sound like they were really thought out. I might have even had a script ready, but no, it was all improv. Yes, Dude, and are, no, but. Those are definitely off the top, which you know, it would be Whoa, nice. Don't, if you had, don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. Yeah, it'd be nice if we could, we could play that, that hey, game again. That, but someone here is uh, slacking with the off the top oh, jingle I'm, here. No, the, I, I'm not slacking with the jingle. We need a soundboard. Yeah. So your sound guy. So this is so this is obviously this falls. Hey, in who here. just we bought gotta... microphones for us, fuckface? Huh? <laughs> you gonna hold me accountable for a soundboard right now? I'm gonna hold you accountable. for I that, thought I right? was on your good side. You said that to me. Oh yeah, you were on my good <laughs> side, but I I rethought it through, and now you're my bad side. Because you had way better ideas than me, and you looked like you were Steve Jobs for a second, and clearly that's giving people the wrong message. I actually think my hair is more of Wozniak esque. My hair's definitely more jobs. Blow jobs. Steve jobs definitely rock. <laughs> jobs definitely rocked this hairstyle for a little bit. All right. <laughs> the hand shoes. <laughs> was that which of my ideas was your favorite? You think? I actually think that the one that makes me laugh the most is the hand shoes. After all that, just because. You made all of these just, like, ridiculous ones, and then you ended it with, like, the most generic one, but the timing of it was perfect because I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Sometimes jokes aren't about the joke itself, but it's about how you deliver yeah. the joke. See, as time goes on, you're getting a lot better with the timing, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, oh, am big I? Uh, remember when yeah, Steven yeah. said I was the more condescending one, and now he's telling me <laughs> how I'm getting better with my timing? Who the fuck does this guy think he is? Dude, I'm definitely, I'm definitely winning the awards for pretentiousness recently. But that's dude. Ever since you got that curtain, you've changed. <laughs> I've just embraced. Like, we've talked about being pretentious before. I think I've honestly just embraced it. I'm like, okay, fine, call me pretentious. That's that's completely fine. Ever since, I'll take it. ever since we had an episode where Steven was able to point out the plaster wall or the drywall in my background. He's been cocky, and I'm sick and tired of it. we got to take him off the pedestal. Yeah, well, the, yeah, okay. <laughs> we could we could take me off the pedestal. That's fine. You got the pussy up on the pedestal, and Steven thinks he belongs up there with the pussy. Yeah, just put us right next to each other. We're same guy, different guy. <laughs> you and the pussy? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm a man who's lost his way, all right? My sense of humor today is like a six out of ten. Well, if you need any, if you need any advice on humor, just let me know. I can't, I can't compete on a Brandon ten out of ten day. Whenever I have uh, a mediocre comedic day and Brandon's on his A game, 
it's it's tougher, you know. It's tougher to compete, and I'm I'm a competitive guy, all right. What can I say? Um, <laughs> I like how <laughs> I love how when we go in these episodes that we just don't know what the Amazing Race is. Like we 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 just answered that question. I have no idea what we even said. Uh, you said that you... It's a great, it's a great part of the show. You said you wanted me, and I said we'd suck, and then I said I wanted Johnny Sins, who is a porn star. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I looked that up, and now it's in my Google search. I'm actually going to edit that part out, because I don't want to tell people who he is. I want people to want to look him up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. Um, yeah, you wanted great. to talk about your, your change on YouTube, right? I could talk I could talk briefly about this. I for those of you who subscribe to my YouTube channel, probably I'd honestly guess every person who subscribes to this podcast or the vast majority have probably are subscribed to me on YouTube. You might have saw probably not because YouTube is all like doesn't do a good job of sharing all of the posts people you are subscribed to. But I did a community post where um it was a little bit ambiguous on purpose because I do think that this next chapter for me is sort of ambiguous, so I didn't want to like be overly specific. But I pretty much just talked about the fact that I haven't had make a make a long story short. I have changed my YouTube channel over time. Like I've I've, I've experimented with with things. It's been a very much a trial and error process, and I've been doing a lot of thinking lately because something felt like it wasn't going right like I, it just didn't seem right and I was trying to figure out what it was and after I bumped it up to doing three videos a week and I had really been hitting the Chicago topics hard I had realized that even like statistically speaking the way that I was doing my YouTube channel like yeah my subscriber count was going up it's like steadily gone up but it didn't really feel like I could statistically say that what I was doing was the right move and when I, w- when I actually, like, really think about it, I wasn't having as much fun with my YouTube channel recently because I think I, I like, pigeonholed myself too much with the type of content that I was doing just because I was so afraid of venturing outside and doing different topics because I just wanted to grow my channel. And if I wasn't growing that fast anyways, or at least as fast as I wanted to, I was just like, why do I have these constraints on me? when I feel like I could make a really, really good video that could have way more success than the entire time I've been on YouTube by just like one good video that I dropped. So like, why am I so focused on this? So I just took a step back, made a post, said I'm gonna be doing things differently and I will be doing things differently. So I only released one video last week. I didn't do any live streams, I don't believe. And it was nice, I, I pretty much, took a day off like last week and just thought about it and I came to the conclusion that I just needed to go back to making YouTube videos that were fun and I honestly think I the ceiling of what I was going to do with my videos before wasn't that high like it, it, I, it would, I'd steadily go up over time but I'm like nope taking the roof off of this the sky's the limit I'm going to do things the way that I want to do it and I genuinely think I need to listen to my own advice where I always say if people like you they'll follow what you do. So I just have to kind of take that into mind. And I've done a lot of other videos on various topics and have had success doing it. So I'm just like, why don't I just do that? And it's a, it's honestly been a huge relief. Like I'll talk more about this and 
on some live streams on my personal channel moving up, but it's just been a huge relief to feel like YouTube is fun again because it kind of feels like I'm starting over, but I know everything that I know now, so I feel really good about it. Well, I will say that uh, just in our conversations, uh, we've gone for walks and talked about a lot of this stuff because uh, obviously this was uh, a, a sort of enlightenment for you to kind of go through. Um, I will say that some of your thoughts on, on that brought you to, to this have been some of the most logical things that I've heard you say in terms of your like ambitions and, and heading towards those things, which I've really appreciated because it's one thing to like obviously feel this might be the direction, but then to also back it up with, okay, but here, here are the logical reasons why I think I need to follow this feeling even. Um, there's something uh, I think really powerful about that but also yeah i just want you know as your friend i want you to be happy doing the thing that you love to do and not feel like um it's such a chore i mean at some point if it becomes the job it's going to be a job but uh doing whatever you can to continue making it your passion is is huge and it's honestly been really inspiring for me uh and i've been thinking a lot about my channel and i just as much as I've enjoyed doing what I'm doing, I, th- I think I want to kind of rebrand and just do French kissing tutorials from now on. I mean, it's, there we go. It's, I like you. I like it. I think that's actually the better direction for your channel. It's yeah, it will. I'm, I have a little bit of a hiccup right now cause I don't have a girl to do it with. So I'll have to do it with my dog, but she's a girl. So she, yeah, she is a girl dog. So I just feel like, and she's obviously very tongue heavy so i think i might like approach it like there are different kissing styles so uh, i'll at least in the meantime while i'm searching for a girl who wants to be uh, part of the channel i can use coda to show what it's like to kiss a very tongue heavy person dude that's not a bad idea actually i think it could work and ironically you asked me about uh what was it like how much tongue i use when i kiss or something we got in this discussion, and I'm not really a big tongue person from kissing. I think that's changed because I swear back in college you said you you use a lot of tongue. What did I? I think I so. Mean, uh, well, well, we kissed that one time, and I felt like it was a little much. <laughs> I love for people who just have never listened to this show before, and then they tune into that part and they're like, "Oh, okay." So like they try. What is this gaze of our or, lives? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the person who comes on, and they're like, what is this, Gaze of Our Lives? That was, uh, that was great. That was a great comment that we received. It's definitely one of our top five comments we've ever received. Yeah. People, uh, good old trolls on the internet. We got, if we got any takers to be my partner, oh, that we do. We got a taker. I was, perfect. <laughs> All right, Samantha. Come on over. Uh, we'll film the there first we go. bit. Miguel, what about you? You interested? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, this content would be horrible to watch, but I don't think I could look away. Yeah, but if I, I bring I substance to... to the content, no matter what it is, I feel like there will be some... Yeah. I mean, you might be right. Maybe I, I might be the closed-minded one after all. Dude, you're the Steve Jobs. We got this Jobs of Wozniak thing all backwards. Oh, boy. Um, anything else you want to talk about for Spotify? Um, 
No. No. I don't. Can you talk about Spotify? I think they should I come think, out with an app that's like Spotify, but not exactly the same. What do you think? I think they should definitely do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Uh, okay, I think I should probably go f- first. I think you went first last time. I can't keep up. I can't keep up either, but uh, this is our, our world-famous Spotify segment in which we both listen to a song that the other person chooses. Keep in mind, Brandon and I don't have the world's most similar music taste. Um, we have some overlap, but I listen to more heavy music. Brandon listens to some sad boy singing about something sad, some sad girls singing about something sad. So, you know, <laughs> this definitely just different, you know? So, that being said, the song I listened to today is called Run by Snow Patrol. Um, if I remember correctly, well, I know who Snow Patrol is, but only because isn't, is Chasing Cars Snow Patrol? Yep. Okay, so you did a cover of that song, right? Yeah, it's my most recent cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I know that song. If there's another Snow Patrol song that I know, I don't, I didn't know that it was a Snow Patrol song, because that's the one song I know. That's the only reason why I know who Snow Patrol is. Um, so, going in, I just, I'm assuming, based on that song, which I kind of like, it's okay. Like, it's not a bad song. It's fine. Um... Uh, what, what stood out to you about the song is I definitely like this song more than Snow Patrol. And actually, when I first heard this guitar, or this, this song actually, like how it starts, reminds me of Brand New a lot. Like the way that his voice is, and then that the guitar, like the instrumentation, the way that it's produced, really reminds me of Brand New. So I like that a lot, and I, I like when I, just how this song initially started, I was a big fan of it. Um, how does it make me feel? It makes me feel sad and reflective. I feel like I could probably use that to describe a lot of songs that you've recommended I listen to, but I like that kind of vibe a lot of times, so that's not, I don't mean that like in a bad way. Like sad, reflective is cool a lot of times. Um, and I particularly really, really like the verses in this song. I think actually, I, I definitely like the verses even more than the chorus in the song. Like the chorus is fine, but I, I love the verses, and I do feel like a song that's called Run, I sort of feel like the song feels like they're, you're running through it, which is what I like a lot. It's got a, a run time of almost six minutes, so it's like a longer song. I think it's probably the longest song you've ever sent to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's like one of the only times that your song was longer than my song, because normally I'm the one who's like trying to find a short song, and then I'm like, oh, it's still like six minutes, so... So that that was that stood out to me a little bit, but actually a good thing in this case because it sort of feels like there was a lot to say in this song. Sounds like it's probably about um, like saying goodbye to a relationship that maybe uh, they've known like this is coming for a while, and then but this is like it's real this time for whatever reason versus the last times where it didn't quite. Um, and I listened to it a couple times. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't actually look at the lyrics, but that was just how I interpreted it based on the lyrical content and just how the song flows. Um, would I give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, or somewhere between? I give the song a thumbs up. I, I actually really enjoyed this song, and this is a song I probably will listen to again. Nice. <clears throat> I uh, It's always... 
risky when I when I choose these sad boy songs if you're going to give it a thumbs up or not because I know music uh, a lot of times you listen to it in a specific context but I'm I'm glad that you liked it um, I'm surprised that you like the verses more than the chorus the chorus is pretty incredible in that song um, but yeah that is a longer one I remember my dad put it uh, as the backing track to one of my football highlight videos back in middle school it was pretty sick does your dad like that song? Yeah, he loves that song. He's the one who showed that song to me. That's cool. Um, okay, so I had Natural Born Killer by Avenged Sevenfold. What stood out to you about the song? Uh, I was actually talking to Steven about this because uh, one of the covers I'm doing this week is Cough Syrup by Young the Giant, and it's uh, a rock song, and I don't typically do standard rock songs um and i even i didn't even do the instrumentation on this cover that's coming i I did a karaoke version but the karaoke version is pretty much the same thing as the instrumental for the song and so as i was as i was trying to do this song i could not figure out how i wanted my vocals to sound because i'm not used to mixing rock vocals and then i listened to this song and i i don't know if it was because i had just experienced that or because the vocals stand out but it, it it sounds like the vocals are much more bare than uh the instrumentation is so it it almost sounds like the vocals are a separate part of the song than than the instrumentation so that stood out to me how does the song make you feel uh the song makes me feel like i'm about to play dynasty warriors and i'm on the start menu um <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> it honestly did. Like I, I enjoyed parts of this song, but there were all these like guitar solos and stuff. I was like, "Am I about to play Dynasty Warriors right now? What the hell's going on here?" Um, so there was there was part of me that felt like it dragged on a little longer than I would have liked it to. But um, when I honestly uh, actually kind of liked the um, melody and and uh, I think the chorus, I like a lot. I only listened to it once before we went, so I don't have super substantive thoughts on it. But would I give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, or somewhere in between? I'll give this one somewhere in between. Um, again, there are parts of it. I, 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 not that I don't like... I, I like in some instrumental songs, and I like uh, instrumental breaks in songs, but um, this song I just felt like... I wasn't captured enough by the instrumental breaks for them to have as many as they did. So I, I, uh, I'm not going to give it a thumbs down though. Cause I did like, uh, parts of the song enough to be in the middle. So the reason why I put this song specifically, so this is like a top 10 favorite band of mine. I've seen them a few times in concert. I've, I have all of their albums are like, I, I had like physically, I have a lot of their albums, but I've uh, always been a, pretty big fan of theirs but instrumentally they're incredible they've always been just like super impressive like the amazing drummer but particularly this song is off of that my favorite album of theirs and this is the one where their drummer actually died while recording this album so they like rewrote the lyrical content and actually kind of it was like supposed to be kind of a concept record but then they ended up like rewriting the lyrics to sort of be about the death of the drummer so this album is just like really, really fascinating to me. Just it feels super personal to them, and 
this is one of my favorite tracks on it. It's not like one of their mainstream songs. It's just one in particular that I really resonated with. I like. I don't know. I think it's instrumentally just really interesting, and I like the chorus a lot. And I just think it's a. It's. I don't know. Just a. A band that I've never played for you that I just. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like at some point I had to put one of their songs on here. I'm definitely familiar with Avenged Sevenfold. I uh, haven't really listened to them that much, but they are one of the bigger bands that you hear about. Um, And uh, like I said, like the chorus, like you said, I I, I actually like the chorus. It was just, uh, I kind of want to listen to it again now that you gave me that context of uh, what was happening when this album was made. Oh, yeah. Um, Like if we ever go like to Ohio... And I'm like driving, and we could listen to some of the music. I would. De- this is like an album that I would definitely play some of the songs off of, because it's just like it's really cool. And like songs like this are awesome to drive to. Just like there's just so much going on. Just like all the energy of like being right there at a rock show is pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Any uh, anything else you wanted to talk about? Um. What are we going to do since you're going to be out of town in regards to the next podcast episode? I say we just quit the podcast altogether. <laughs> uh, well, I'm coming back Sunday. and they mm-hmm. So I'm going up for my sister's grad party. And they moved the grad party to Friday. It was originally Sunday, so I was going to leave later. But I might be able to be back early enough Sunday for us to record Sunday night. Um, otherwise, probably record Monday next week. So we'll okay. We'll we'll talk about that. Talk Could about be nice. That. And we are. I I think we briefly hinted at this, but we are in the process of moving over to some new mics for recording, and we'll be recording in front of the curtain in the podcast studio. So this is going to be a big change up from what we've been seeing on here. But I don't I don't know. I guess the soonest that we could maybe do that type of recording would be like the episode after next Sunday. Yeah, which, by so, the way, I did look at my... Uh, I looked again at the the tracking package, and I believe the mics will be coming on Tuesday now. So it got moved so. up to the nice. 28th. Yeah, it'd be nice to get those before you leave, if possible. Yeah, I mean, if they come on the 28th, we could literally do that that night. I could bring the mic arms, the mics, and the cables over, and we could say... We need to get... Oh, we need to get uh, tables to put the mic arms on, though. Right, I've got one table. And it's, okay, so I've got a table and I've got this desk. So honestly, we could maybe just attach them to. We'll we'll have to see, but that's a possibility. If not, then we just. I don't know. Honestly, I'm gonna delete every episode on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we still gotta make the video where I delete every episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh man, we have so many skit ideas. So if we ever become successful with this stuff, you guys are going to be in for a real treat. Oh, definite real treat. Cool. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. If you made it this far, we really appreciate you sticking around. Next week, again, it might be uh, a little unorthodox in terms of the timing of our live recording of the episode, but it will still be released Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central Time. This episode will come out 2 p.m. Central Time on Tuesday as well. Thank you guys so much for uh, just sticking with us. Uh, I know that we haven't necessarily addressed the the times and, and how they've still been kind of tough with everything going on. Uh, we've we've just been having conversations outside of that realm, but uh, for those of you hanging in there, keep trucking, and we're here for you. 
If you want to email us or call us, leave us a voicemail. Uh, email emgpod at gmail.com or you can, uh, again, leave us a voicemail at 513-427-EMG5. Hit us up on social media at emgpod or at Stephen Russell B or at Brandon J. Flippin. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy. Oh,